What is up, Daddy Gang? It is your founding father, Alex Cooper, with Call Her Daddy. We're just getting into it. Danielle Guzio, welcome to Call Her Daddy. Yes, hello, Alex. Thank you for having me. How are you feeling? <laughs> um, I'm feeling nervous, stressed, happy, scared. Don't worry. Okay. I'm not here to ruin your life. No. We're going to have fun today. <laughs> Thank I you. remember the first time I saw you was on Forbes 30 Under 30 list. Yes. And I just have loved you ever since. I think you're so talented. So thank you for coming on Call Her Daddy. Thank you. Thank you so much. For my listeners who don't know much about you, I'm just going to give a quick rundown. Danielle built a streetwear fashion company from the ground up. She started her clothing line in her parents' basement. Incredible. (laughs) And now celebrities like Kylie Jenner, Sophie Turner, Bella Hadid, and Hailey Bieber are wearing her designs. This episode is presented by Sparkling Ice. Turn up summer with Sparkling Ice. They have over 17 anything but subtle flavors, all made with zero sugar and packed with vitamins and antioxidants. Iced tea and lemonade, strawberry watermelon, tropical punch, peach nectarine. Yum. Crank up the flavor. Sparkling Ice. Anything but subtle. This episode is brought to you by Prime Video. I am a certified rom-com addict. I love watching movies and shows that are funny and cute and romantic and make me want to cuddle up to Matt, okay? And Prime Video feeds that addiction. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, Donald Glover, and Maya Erskine kind of love each other, kind of hate each other, and really love to rip each other's clothes off. Dare I say better than the original. My Lady Jane, a hilarious, heartwarming, and sometimes steamy historical reimagining of the story of Lady Jane Grey. You can watch both of these and a whole lot more on Prime Video. You can also indulge in even more rom-com classics by adding channels like Max, Stars, and Paramount+. Plus. Prime Video, find your favorite flirty rom-coms all in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See amazon.com slash amazon prime for details. This episode is brought to you by new Garnier Fructis hair filler with vitamin C, G. Many things can damage your hair like heat styling and bleaching, but the all new Garnier Fructis hair filler systems can reverse up to one year of damage to your hair smoothness in just one use, giving you up to 79% stronger hair and up to four times less breakage. And all Garnier products are approved by Cruelty-Free International under the Leaping Bunny program. New Garnier Fructis hair filler, pre-shampoo, shampoo, conditioner, and serum are available now on Amazon and at Walmart, Target, Ulta, drug, and select grocery stores. Learn more at GarnierUSA.com. So we're going to start from the beginning. How did you fall in love with fashion? I always loved fashion ever since I was little. Like I would have like little t-shirts and like underwear and I would like bead them and like embroider them like when I was very little. And I wasn't the best student, but my dad, I pretty much like negotiated with my dad at literally like age like 12. And I was like, if I get like a B or higher, can you take me to the mall? And going to the mall was just like this rush 
So we would go to like limited two. I would get like only one piece, but limited like two. it was like holy, like holy. I remember like the sequence and oh. the glitter and like. Dude, limited two, when you walked into limited two, it was like you were in a different world. I came alive in limited two. <laughs> no, like it's a high. <laughs> like I want to reach that high totally. again. Did your mom or your dad or any of your siblings have looks that you would want to borrow? Like what was everyone in your family? Was anyone in fashion? No, no one was in fashion. My sister, she had lived in, we're from New Jersey. Okay. I'm originally from New Jersey. So my sister, she had lived in New York City and she was like my outlet for everything cool. Like she put me on to like Nirvana when I was little and like she was always coming home and wearing like these crazy outfits. Her hair was so sick. Like she had like bleach blonde hair, piercings. And I remember just being like enamored, like, whoa, like she's so that. cool. Yeah. So she would be going to like Marc Jacobs events, like sneaking in. And like I remember like hearing like, oh my God, like tell me more. So I think like it started from her but like a lot of it just came natural like just from even reading magazines and like that feeling of discovering even like the Olsen twins you know like when you were really little of course how do you describe your style back in the day when you were first able to start like picking out your own clothes yeah, so I essentially went through every single <laughs> era like from emo server girl scene oh, yeah. like literally every single like preppy um and then i would do like a mix-up of like preppy like seven jeans like polo but also like have converse on and at the time that was like a weird thing or i would wear vans yeah yeah yeah. um so i guess a lot of it was just like kind of like punk yeah i remember avril lavigne like changed my life yeah and like blink 182 like changed everything (laughs) when she would like wear like the ties and stuff yeah the choker yeah which is now made a comeback and now it's out again yeah do you remember when like you first started dreaming of having your own clothing line yeah for sure i mean even when i was little i was um cutting out magazines and re-merchandising like i would have like these stack of papers and i would cut out magazines and i would re-merchandise like the outfits of like how i wanted to see them and like when i was really little like i was probably like 13 after high school so you kind of from a young age just clarifying you were like kind of making stuff with beads and you started to kind of make things on your own and then after high school you moved to new york for fashion school but you ended up leaving after one year what led to that decision I essentially for lack of better words it's like it felt like I pulled up in the industry and it was even just college and I was like oh hell no I'm not doing like (laughs) this one this shit's hard two people are so mean yeah fashion school was hard for me I just it something just wasn't clicking and I was also just like scared and vulnerable and so stressed out about my future that it was totally distracting so you leave school what was your plan after leaving school that's like a pretty ballsy move to just be like (laughs) you know what this isn't for me but did you have a plan like what was the goal yeah so I moved back in with my parents and um I was like okay I'll just take business classes like I love sales like for me like I love selling like that's like one of my passions aside from obviously fashion um so I was like okay like I'll I'll try that like I love PR and marketing so I just took straight up business classes I enrolled in community college um down the street from my house and I was taking psychology classes which I loved and like yeah like I found such like a love and passion for psychology which is such an important aspect of what I do today 
wait, can you explain how that comes to play? Because I bet people are like, wait, you're a fashion designer. Like, what does that have to do with anything? Yeah, I think um, like consumer behavior, like when someone, for instance, is on your website and how many times are they clicking around until like they get to the main page? How many times are they clicking around until they actually check out? Are they continuing with the checkout and why? Like, why are you at your cart? And you have yet to like check out, is it like the shipping rate? Is it, you know, so it's all like psychology and what everyone's thought process is as they're going. And even when the moment they try on one of my garments, like what is that feeling that they're feeling? They, They feel really good about themselves. So they feel like, you know, so some of it, like so much of it is like human interaction and and feeling so you're at community college you're trying to figure it out Mm -hmm. (laughs) what were the first steps that you took to start the danielle guzio brand so i was in class Mm -hmm. like in fucking what the hell is it even called like psych like uh science like yeah. what like what is it called like a science class yeah what's like the <laughs> what is it like called? um maybe like physics or yeah, like, <laughs> it, there's all different types of courses but you were in a science class Danielle. I was in a science class <laughs> and like we were supposed to like dissect like a frog or something oh, that day yep. mm-hmm. biology oh my god I was so bad at biology so mm-hmm. we were literally supposed to like dissect a frog and I was just like I'm sorry but like I really don't think this pertains to like anything I want to do in the future. And it felt like I was just like a waste man. Like I was just like, I was trying to get any job. I'm so grateful for going to school. Like I was in school for so long. I literally was in for like six (laughs) years. It felt like, so it's like, I should have graduated, but, um, so I'm obviously grateful to be in school, but I was just like, what the hell is going on man this is weird as fuck like i'm not supposed to be here so um i had a pretty crazy health scare i um one night i just like really didn't feel well and i was just like mom i don't feel well and then a couple hours later i was like mom i swear i think i'm gonna die we have to go to the hospital like immediately and she's like, babe, are you sure? Like, have a banana. Like, my mom, like, any anything wrong? My mom's like, eat a banana. Like, you're you're depressed. Eat a banana. Like, it's the cure. You're like, mom, I think I'm gonna die. And she's like, a banana will do the trick. <laughs> Literally, yeah. Okay. Um. So she's like, have the banana, babe, and just like relax. And I was like, ma'am, it's not sufficing. Whatever. So I was like, we gotta go to the hospital. Um. <clears throat> and I wound up. I had a uh, like an infection. Um in my pancreas or something and but in the meantime they found that I had a large tumor on my liver it was kind of like touching everything it was like touching my liver it was touching my gallbladder so they were like you have to go into surgery immediately like we don't like the way that this tumor looks and we have to go into surgery like next week so I was in and out of Sloan Kettering for a few months and I got the surgery and like that week, my whole family got the flu. So I was like all alone. My, I had friends that visited me, which I was like super happy about. Um, and my family visited me too, like once they were feeling better. But and my boyfriend, obviously. But um, yeah, my boyfriend was like carrying like my pee bag as I was like in like a, a stroller, <laughs> like like crazy. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I was in the hospital for a few weeks and they had removed like half my liver and they removed my gallbladder, obviously like the tumor. Um, and I wasn't, they weren't really sure 
of the outcome yet, the results. And it was just like a waiting game, essentially. And that moment kind of changed everything. And I was just like, shit, man, like life is so short. We genuinely have to do what we love every single day. We literally cannot. I was like, I cannot wake up like one more day and kind of just feel like I'm settling. And that essentially kind of took me to the next. Like I leveled up from there. I was like, I'm going to do what I want to do. Like I had this overwhelming sense of confidence and especially like I was like if I can get through that yeah like I can literally do anything and I get what you mean by that like there's everyone has that like turning point in their life maybe that just kind of made them like more grateful for what they have more grateful for life more wanting to be present and I think that that I mean I'm that's very traumatic to go through that you have that revelation, then what happens? So I was with my best friend, um, and she's in the music industry. I was just sitting with her, and she's like, well, what do you want to do? Because I was even asking her, I was like, I'll work at, like, can I work at the reception, like, at your job? Um, She worked for Nylon Magazine at the time. And she's like, well, what do you really want to do? And I was like, well, I, I would die to have my own brand. I would die to start my own business. And she was kind of just like, well, let's do it. I was like, what do you mean? Like, she's like, let's do it right now. Do you want it to be your name? Do you want it to be like a a brand name? Um, Let's build your website. I was like, I want to start with graphic tees. Like I have a bunch of ideas. And she was like, I can help. I'll help you right now. Like, we'll just make it. Literally, we're standing on our couch, like in, in like uptown. And she's like, I'll help you do it. So we literally made that. We like literally got like takeout food and like we built the website and we sat right next to each other and I gave her like my ideas for the graphic tees and she helped me just kind of bring everything to life and then when we got the t-shirts in I was kind of like okay like how am I actually gonna fund this but I had saved $400 from working in retail from my tax return so I had always like just had that literally like in my underwear drawer right. <laughs> like just like chilling like I like, like I'm cashed gonna use it. that one day yeah. I'll know what it's gonna be for be but it's gonna be good <laughs> yeah. right and um so my first PO I use that money a PO is a purchase order so if I'm ordering x amount of t-shirts um it is pretty much your first order. You make the t-shirts and then what do you do with the t-shirts? So I was like, okay, we need to like photograph them. We need to put them up on the site. And my best friend, I didn't even have a camera. Like I didn't have a nice Canon or anything right. like that. So she helped me do like flat lays of the shirts and we put them up on the website. Like my brother, um, he's a copywriter, he's a writer. So he helped me make all the descriptions for the products. And I gathered up like the photo shoot inspo. I grabbed some friends and we shot it in my um, my boyfriend's uncle's house. <laughs> yeah, my best friend helped me on the shoot. They both helped me so much, like, cause we were just doing our thing. How did you market? Like, how did you even begin to get people to know that there was a website? Instagram, okay. I had I had a little bit of a following okay. and I essentially was just like posting and posting and marketing however I could, like wearing it myself, you know, really like anything that I could do, like low budget, obviously, totally. no budget. <laughs> and then you saw people starting to buy it. So the day I launched, 
I was just like, well, here goes nothing, baby. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I remember sitting in my bed in my childhood bedroom and I'm sitting on the bed and the orders just start like coming in and I'm just like seeing like money, you know, I've never seen like, you know, like just money like coming and coming. In. I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Because, you know, I had like a set launch date and a time. So like we prepped it pretty right. nicely and I'll just never forget that feeling like. How many Whoa. t-shirts did you make at that time? It wasn't a lot. It was probably like maybe like 60. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's I like, think? I guess that's a lot for the time than low for now. But yeah, like, maybe yeah. like 50. Right. But then there was a big moment. Mm-hmm. Everything shifted mm-hmm. when a celebrity was wearing one of your t-shirts. Yes. And her name is Kylie Jenner. Yes. What happened? So still, I was, you know, living at home. We had all of our fulfillment. We were picking and packing shipments out of my parents' basement. I had essentially just aimlessly sent Kylie the pieces. Then one day, I was just getting like text messages and like my phone was blowing up. Like, I don't even know. Like at that time, it was almost like Twitter, I think. And I was sitting in my bed again like, holy shit this is insane like have you ever spoken to Kylie about that moment and how it impacted your career no I haven't I've never um I haven't thus far had the opportunity to really talk to her about it but obviously like I'm so grateful like forever grateful of those moments and that goes for every celebrity model supermodel customer that wears my pieces like I'm forever in debt to literally anyone who purchases or wears my garments what was the biggest mistake that you made early on and what did you learn from it I guess it's funny because I really don't ever look at anything as a mistake I think it's more so just a milestone and a learning lesson I really can't pinpoint things like I've of course gotten scammed by factories and kind of let people take advantage of me and not sticking up for myself not spoken up and I think those are probably the biggest mistakes I would say um but there would absolutely be no way of preventing them if they didn't happen so I don't necessarily like look at it as a mistake or anything bad like even if I take an L and someone a factory had scammed me for like thirty thousand um, dollars. It kind of is. What it, yeah, it'll never happen again. I hope. Yeah. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Shopify. Some things work so well. It's basically magic. Like my favorite highlighters that I'm like, wow, how did you all of a sudden make me look glowing? And you know what else really works, Dottie Gang? Shopify. It is a global commerce platform that helps you sell. I've seen a big difference in my online merch sales. They are especially good at turning browsers into buyers. I can see someone that's been on the site but didn't check out or someone that checked out and then is revisiting the site. Like if you want to grow your business, Daddy Gang, sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash 
well, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash unwell. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. As someone who was like self-taught, did you face any judgment from other people in the industry? I've heard people say, oh, she's not a real designer. Like people I'm close with, I've heard. Even I had like family members say like, I don't think like you should do this. Like I have friends that that said like I don't think you should start a brand. I feel like I'm very confident in who I am as a person, especially like I'm sure you feel the same. Like when you build your business, you just become essentially like the best version of yourself and it's super empowering and it's like yeah, we may pick ourselves apart like in little ways, but we sh- should be proud and I feel like same for you like you probably feel so proud like of what you've made there's absolutely in the beginning stage and even still now like there's moments that I'm faking my confidence to like convince myself like I deserve to be here you know what I mean like sometimes it's like believing in yourself and like everyone else can talk shit but like you're gonna succeed if you know what you're doing is right and no one else's noise matters. So you kind of just got to like stick to what you believe in and like let all the noise just like drown out in the background. It's so true. There was a recent Vogue article titled the euphoria girls can't get enough of Danielle Guzio. Mm -hmm. Did you get to collaborate with the costume designer on the show? I worked really closely with them and their team's amazing. Like even from my warehouse team, they're like, we love the Euphoria team because like they'll literally package everything so perfectly. Like they're so respectful. Everything is on time. Like it's, they're so great to work with. So it's more just like, it makes it even more fun and totally. enjoyable. Which of the cast members has your favorite style? I know, I know. <laughs> um, I, I, I really love... Alexa Demi's style like on camera off camera like I feel like she embodies her characters so well and I don't know her personally but I feel like she's just like that bitch I agree who is one person you're dying to see in your clothes for me it's like I like Madonna (laughs) yeah like Kim K has never worn my pieces um there are so Zoe Kravitz. Oh. I would just melt. What fashion trend are you not a fan of right now? Give us the tea. Um, <laughs> Come on. Honestly, like I was thinking about it. I feel like really recently, I don't know, people have been wearing backwards hats. And this oh. is like a only in the past like two week thing, oh. which is like cute. And I've obviously done it in yeah, the yeah. past. But I guess that's why it's like triggering to me because it reminds me of like, um the old days yeah yeah I I really hate like drop crotch like kind of (laughs) we would are drop crotch (laughs) like you know when like like, the pants are tight yeah and and then the crotch is really obviously all my oh yeah no pieces are like you know baggy but like you know when like the 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 legs are tight and then the the crotch is down gross yeah no i I would never (laughs) jail time that's not good (laughs) i would never be caught dead in that okay that is a good one (laughs) yeah i think like 
in a way it's funny because the fact that I'm wearing cargo pants right now like I remember I shit on them for so long so I think there's a lot of trends in a funny way that like people threw out a lot of their stuff that now they're I remember I have so many things in my closet that I should have fucking kept like I had juicy couture sweatsuits I I threw those out like shit like that you're just like damn things are coming back but things that should never happen or the swoop uh what is it called drop crotch, <laughs> drop crotch. i didn't um, even know the thing yeah my dad just growing up like he would always have like cargo pants yeah. car so like i kind of grew up just like wearing his stuff yeah um going to like cabela's you know like i don't know if you guys know what that is like a, pretty much like a fishing hunting store um so i was always interested in camo always like wearing baggy stuff yeah yeah do you have a trend that you don't like <sighs> I, I guess I didn't even know. I don't know. I'm not in the fashion world enough. Like, I'm trying to think of something. I'm like, pop yeah. polos. Yeah. I don't think people are popping polos, though. But I do I see it. I don't. I remember, though, back in the day when you would double pop the Abercrombie polo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, if that comes back, I don't think I'll partake. I'll partake in the cargos, but not the double pop polo. Stop. Although, remember when you did the double, like, camisole where, like, I was just right you want to show like the one out and then the one's a little above it so you can yeah. see like both and the one other- little lace you know what I saw on your site that I actually was kind of living for was mm-hmm. it's the polo with then the long sleeve coming out of oh, it yes I yeah. was like and it but it's kind of like a crop yeah it's like reminiscent of yes. what we're talking about and I remember I saw you wearing it on your story and I was like Okay, that looks fire. Oh, but I guess because it's a crop. It's not like a big polo. Right. <laughs> a long sleeve underneath. Yeah. Okay, so it's almost like we're just kind of like refining the old and we're making, we're like taking it, but we're just like fixing it. Yeah. Like a crop. So much is like from my childhood. Totally. That I'm just like, let's bring it back. It's But make fun. it different. It's, it brings good memories. Yeah. When you do things from childhood. <laughs> yeah. Okay, what is your favorite fashion trend for the summer? My favorite fashion trend for the summer is probably just like very like white poplins, like very like airy, kind of like whimsical. Um, like you right now. I guess, yeah, like right now. <laughs> You're bringing the fashion trend <laughs> to the set. Wow. The, um, yeah. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, um, but yeah, I just love like the airy, fresh, like sexy kind of feeling. Wrapping up, what advice do you give to young designers or even just like young entrepreneurs that are trying to make it? There's like days and days of advice, but I really think it's about finding what you love. Pedal to the metal, no matter what anyone's saying, drown out the noise. As long as like you know what you want to do and you know what you love, you have to do that because so many people want to start a brand and it's so hard. It's so, so, so hard. And I know you feel the same exact way about your business. Um, You have no other option but to truly love it and feel so insanely deeply passionate about it um, because you're gonna have to work really fucking hard and you're gonna cry and there's gonna be like so much that it won't be worth it if you aren't truly if it isn't something you truly love and if it is then you're only gonna excel more honestly congratulations on everything like it's been so cool to watch your brand I feel like every single year I've seen like it just continues to grow I remember when it was yeah you were doing more t-shirts and then all of a sudden I'm looking at you in boots like you had never done shoes before right yeah (laughs) and then you just like randomly was it just you just decided to venture out and start yeah I I wanted to essentially 
um, get into footwear. We had a collaboration with Reebok and it was like wildly successful, thank God. Um, and then I wanted to get into like heels and boots and it's just like a lot to take on at first. So I was like, okay, like I'll dip my toes in literally, literally. <laughs> and, uh, and kind of collaborate with someone first to like test the waters. And it was just like super successful and I learned so much along the way. Um, so but yeah. Danielle Guzio. I cannot <laughs> wait to see how massive your brand so, gets. I hope someone feels inspired from this episode and yeah, go start yeah. shit. Because look where go. you can go. Literally. Woo! Life is short, baby. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you, Alex. I appreciate you. This episode is brought to you by DoorDash. Want $0 delivery fees? Try DashPass by DoorDash. Daddy gang, I love being home. I love to be cozy, comfortable, laying on the couch. I can't tell you how many times I need something, but I am too lazy to get up and get out of the house. And sometimes I need food or groceries, you name it. Dash Pass gets it delivered right to my door and yours too. It is only $9.99 a month. So I think it's a really good deal, Daddy Gang. So get $0 delivery fees on eligible orders with Dash Pass and new members get a 30-day free trial. Terms apply. Sign up today.